0: Hi, my name is Kunal Rao. Uh, I am a writer and I believe people tend to underestimate their own abilities. I often feel that I have learned more from pop culture than from actual life, mainly because artists have this uncanny ability to identify and capture concepts that we struggle to express into a short cinematic or musical moment. In this podcast, I take a scene, dialogue, lyric or moment from a film, TV show, book or song and I explain why it was... My favorite bit. Spoiler alert, in some of these episodes, I may reveal some plot points, so please tread with caution. I learned my first lesson on failure way back in the year 2000 when I watched season 10, episode 19 of Baywatch Hawaii. The episode was called Maui Exterra. And as a young 20-year-old, I was quite impressed that Baywatch could share a lesson I had never heard before. Well, I knew the lesson, I just heard it in words for the first time. That too by some pretty girls in bikinis, that always helps, doesn't it? Baywatch is an iconic drama TV show that followed the Los Angeles County lifeguards and ran for over a decade starting 1991. It has been responsible for the launch of numerous models, supermodels, and as we later found out, adult film actresses in the mid 90s. Let's not forget the show also launched Karl Drogo slash Aquaman, Jason Momoa, but did little else for the other men on the show. Baywatch starred the legendary David Hasselhoff as Mitch Buchanan, making it the third in his trifecta of pop culture defining events. The other two being Knight Rider and. Well, German pop music. Everything else he's done pales in comparison, so I'm not even going to mention it. Look, I'll be honest, Baywatch was the most readily available skin show of the 90s and it provided some much needed relief to the sexually charged young adults of the time. Mind you, this was well before the on-click nudity of the internet era. More correctly, around the time of FTV, TCPIP, internet connections and the freshly arrived laser printer that could actually print a photograph. How insanely stunned we were. So to anyone who gets it, the blasphemous bikini bodies of Baywatch shocked more parents than failing report cards and bad governance. People don't know this, but in 1999, production costs began to rise in LA and the producers wanted to move the production elsewhere. Hawaii offered the producers a large financial incentive to shoot there in exchange for the title. And that's how season 10 and 11 of Baywatch became Baywatch Hawaii. Pointless information aside, one thing's for sure, when you're 20 and watching hot blondes and bikinis give you the best lessons of your life, you tend to remember it. So let's get to my favorite bit. Here's the plot of season 10, episode 19. Brooke Burns' character, Jesse Owens, a name I just cannot get over, athletics fans will know what I mean, decides to take part in a triathlon. Probably a salute to the real Jesse Owens, who knows. Dawn, played by Brandy Ledford, offers to help coach her. Dawn has coaching experience and Jesse is grateful despite the fact that they don't quite get along. As many of you know, a triathlon that for some reason they call the Iron Man in this show, includes three legs, swimming, cycling and running. After monitoring Jesse's vitals in a few sessions on the treadmill and the gym, coach Dawn has this conversation. Jesse, so how would I do? Dawn, you're in great shape. You're in the top range of all your categories. You've pretty much maxed out your potential. But you cannot win a triathlon. You won't even finish in the top 10. Doe-eyed Jesse is childishly optimistic and pushes back on the criticism. Don goes on to say that Jesse's biking is just too weak. After a few back and forths, coach Don says, Look, you can lift weights all day and never look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. You could pedal till the day you die and you'll never be world class. You could try as hard as you want, but you'll never win a race that includes biking. Sorry, sometimes that's just the way it goes. And with some slow, melancholic music and some attempted acting, we see that Jesse is disappointed. Cut to the next day. Dawn's roommate, Allie, played by Simone McKinnon, not that this information is useful, confronts Coach Dawn, saying, What you did was wrong. You purposely built up Jesse's hopes and then knocked her down. At just that moment, Iron Man hopeful Jessie walks in to confront Coach Dawn and with determination in her eyes says, "You said I wasn't good enough to win, but you also said you can make me better. So make me better." Dawn, "I can make you better, but I don't do miracles. No guarantees, no tricks to winning." Jessie, "I'll take whatever I get. You just do what you do." And leave the rest to me. And it is here, after a short pause and a smile on her face, that Dawn says, Congratulations. For what? For finding your mental game. You didn't have it before. You were too accepting, too nice. And that's why your times were bad. Don't get disappointed, get pissed. Sometimes you have to have your guts ripped out to find out if you have them. And scene. Now, I get that the dialogue writing is much like Jesse's biking, not world class. But I remember watching this scene as a 20-year-old kid and thinking, Oh, wow, that was amazing. Today, of course, people call it a cliche. Like, yeah, yeah, we all know mind over matter, get your head in the game. Intention is more powerful than scale, blah, blah, blah. But for me, that lesson stayed. We've all heard it, and oftentimes we forget it. But having a mental game does count for something. As they say, it's not whether you actually achieve the goal, but if you give it a shot, that counts. Fail fast, fail forward. I can't say I'm a fan of hurting someone directly just to psych them up. Negative motivation doesn't work for everyone, but it's one way to go, I guess. In fact, it's a very Indian thing to do, especially among family, to, you know, put someone down and then cover it up by saying, Oh, but I'm just doing it for your benefit or, oh, it's because I love you. It can be unnerving. But for some people, tough love works. I haven't quite settled on a method myself. I think we all just need to read the situation and read the person before we choose a method of motivation. But when you're watching some dramatically dramatic drama unfold in front of you, especially as a teen, it all seems quite mind-blowing and impressive. Maybe when you're young, you're you're already of the belief that the world is your oyster and you can do anything, so these moments appear more impactful. I, I, I do remember that scene quite clearly. I'm not sure why. Maybe the scene stuck because it presented Dawn's character in a new light. Through the show, she was shown as this unlikable, pig-headed, selfish person. And with this one scene, the writers managed to make her character understood. Likable, even. We now see her as a strong-minded and determined person because she understands how the world functions. She understands how the mind functions. She's not pig-headed. She's a go-getter. You may not go to her to feel better, But if you want to achieve something, she's the one you want by our side. It makes you think that each person has a reason to be in your life. You just need to go to the right person at the right time. So people who you may think are, you know, assholes or bitches also serve a purpose. You may not call them when you want a hug. But you should call them when you want to get something done. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was my favorite bit. Thank you for listening. You can follow me on various social media at Kunal Rao. Feel free to share films, books, a TV show that you want me to talk about or simply share your own insights. And have a great day. It's better to get pissed off than pissed on. Anonymous.